Hey everybody. Hey y'all. Hello. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? Happy TVU Thursday. Happy TVU Thursday. How we feeling? I'm excited today. I'm hype. <laughs> I'm super hype. That's I'm, my feeling. Right. Same. I'm very much on edge, but I'm hype. Mm-hmm. The good kind of edge. How was oh, the edge of glory? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Not the glory hole. No. Okay. Lady you guys, Gaga. Let's not. Mm-hmm. Let's not get vulgar. Okay. What? Um, how, how was y'all's week? Mm, you know, I think my week was really busy. Mm-hmm. And my busy. weekend was really busy too. Mm-hmm. I watched a new movie on Netflix called Deadly Illusions. Uh, oh my God. I watched Did you watch that. it? Me, yes. me, my cousin Jasmine and Jana all watched it together and it was, it was. It um, was something. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> it was something. It was trending and I was, everybody was talking. I was like, okay, sure. Right. And then I watched it and was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my, that was my, that was my little weekend. Okay. How was you guys? Um, my week was pretty um, it was pretty chill, but I had like some eventful things happen. Um, today I got my first shot of my COVID vaccine. Yes, Ooh, poke her up. congratulations! Exciting. Ooh, and then, shot number one, right? Shot number one. Ooh. And then I also set up an appointment for my passport application Ooh, thing. Yes. So I'll be going there in a couple of weeks. So international mommy, leaving. It was just a lot of appointment setting for me this week. Where do you guys want to go? Where? When? Oh, like I oh, where? Oh, oh, where? Um, I want to go to I don't know somewhere with the beach. Like I want to go to like Aruba, Aruba. or like the Aruba. Dominican Republic, the Maldives, or yeah, you Ooh, know, yeah. The Maldives. Visa, visa, visa. Ooh, I'm with it. You know, Puerto let's, Rico, whatever. Let's book our flight. Punta Cana. Okay. Cancun. I don't care. <laughs> as long as it has a beach, some sun, and they can. Right, just okay, get well, me out. <laughs> I think it's a plus. That is a plus. A little eye candy, you know? It never hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I, well, yeah, I mostly watch movies all weekend because I didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. So I just watch movies. I watched Deadly Illusions, like I said. Mm-hmm. And I watched Gemini Man because I didn't watch that when it came out. That was interesting. And I don't remember what else I watched. Mm-hmm. But that's mostly what I did was watch a bunch of that and then mm-hmm. i think i looked over a si- an assignment like one time and then i was like yeah no mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel that I, I watched um zach snyder's justice league this week it was oh. really good it was really good shout out to brianna she worked on that Bree, Bree. Right. Bree. right girl I'm, I'm watching what you did girl i'm watching what you did girl <laughs> <laughs> um what was i gonna say i went to the outlets with brianna oh, another mm. oh yes okay you guys did you find your jacket Bank, i yep. found my jacket but it wasn't the same sale that it was on last mm. time i went i was just really upset about that whole entire thing i'm still a little mad about it but it's okay mm. point is the jacket is bought it's in my possession now mm. And Sherpa. Sher- Sherpa. My, my Levi Sherpa. Sherpa. I'm hype. Sherpa. Um, but I spent money quite a lot, way more than I expected. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to put myself He didn't on spend that. a lot because it wasn't like I told him when he told me about it. It was it more than $500. So I feel like he did okay. Yeah. If you don't spend that, then you did exactly. fine. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Uh, See? I just am not a, I'm not a, sh- the thing is, I can spend money on food and have no guilt. But whenever I buy things for myself, like, clothing oh my gosh oh yeah no i feel terrible when i buy yeah. things for myself i felt all the time terrible mm-hmm. when i'm buying clothes but food please yeah give that, me that's the whole a restaurant brainer. i don't care and i don't care what i feel right i'm done <laughs> mm-hmm. um yes mm-hmm. 
Well, today's show, I wanted to give a little background on the show today, um, is all going to be about alternative spirituality. We're going to discuss energy work, tarot, gems and stones, plant-based medicine. And we have a wonderful guest here for you guys today. So, Mm -hmm. Nika, take it away with introducing our beautiful guest. Okay, so our guest name today is Amira Gregory. Ooh, let's get some clap. Oh, we said claps. Yeah. Woo! Yes, <laughs> love it. Amira Gregory is a mental health pr- practitioner who helps facilitate. Can't talk. Who helps facilitate <laughs> healing amongst the LGBTQ plus and BIPOC communities through her journey. To become her most authentic self, Amira felt drawn to utilize tarot, plant medicine, and intuitive movement in her own spiritual practice. Welcome, Amira. Welcome. Hi, Amira. Hi. Oh. Is that more cheering? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was some applause going. Hi, How are y'all? Good. You know, we're doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I am very nervous. So I'm also oh, very no, no, don't be nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. This is my first podcast. Are so. we? Well, we're honored yeah. to have you. We yes, love it. thank you so much. We are honored to have you here. You're our first Amira. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> yes. You're our first Amira. Um, I love it. So, y'all, y'all ready to start this? Time? I'm ready. Yeah? Yes. You ready, Amira? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> Yay. Um, so we just want to start off with, I guess, a little bit of an icebreaker. Um, on the show, we have a pay it dust and a shining moment segment. So we just want you to give us a pay it dust and a shining moment. Pay it dust is just something that, you know, you're kind of over for this week or last week, today, whatever. Just something <laughs> that you, you're just over it and you want to pay it dust. Um, and then a shining moment is just something that's going really well for you right now that you just want to, you know, highlight. So give us your pay it does first and then shine moment. Yes. Well, pay it does. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> so random. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, the wind. Ooh, I, amen. I like, Ooh. I like, the, I like a breeze like a nice fresh cool soft breeze but okay. today the way this wind was working mm-hmm. i felt i was taking a break from work in my backyard and i felt like i was about to be blown <laughs> over in kansas <laughs> come the on debris flying in my face it come on dorothy <laughs> right <laughs> i'm in kansas so yes it was a lot so I'm going to say that respectfully to the debris. <laughs> respectfully. And, or a win, my fault. And um, shining moment. I also would say that my shining moment was that I got my um, first dose of my COVID vaccine. Oh. Um, we some vaccinated that, mommies. That? Well, vaccinated yeah. mommies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's that? It's probably been like four days or something. It's been good. Just a little arm soreness. No mm-hmm. other side effects or anything else like that. So yeah. I'll I'm I'm keep on seeing all these memes about people being like, I'm ready to be back in the streets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like 
Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm seeing ready. it too. That's really my motivation, right? I'm like the memes. I mean, I already felt like I was ready to get back in the world, but the memes—they just really set they it just off. Propelled me. I said I forgot what summer was like. I didn't have a summer, and they're like, "Come on, get the vaccine, have a summer, be a yeah, it feels be like in these streets." <laughs> it feels like a uh, High School Musical too when they were waiting for the clock to strike. Through. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because once we all break out with this vaccine, baby, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's over. I know I was like really nervous whenever I got mine in the beginning. But then I was like, you know what? All the benefits that are going to come with this vaccine. I heard Mm -hmm. that some places like aren't even going to let you in unless you have your COVID card, which is so interesting. Yeah. 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 I got to get mine laminated or something. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of post-apocalyptic a little bit like mm-hmm. your vaccine card is like Argh. like this is wild but you gotta do what you gotta do and if that's what's necessary then mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> so yeah that was my shining moment we love to hear the shining yes give it up for a shining moment give it up for everything so I know people heard a little bit about your background through your bio at the top of the show, but I wanted to know, could you educate us on the day-to-day life of a mental health practitioner and what inspired you to enter this work? Yes. So I got really lucky with my first job. I um, just recently graduated from USC, got my master's in social work. Um, and now I am a full-time therapist, so got really lucky that I get to work from home. I set my own hours. I just walk from my room to my little <laughs> office, and I, um, listen to people's stories and, um, listen to them and affirm them and support them through what they're going through. Um, really beautiful job and I'm definitely still in the learning process and um, when I'm not um, speaking directly to my clients I'm always trying to read books and learn new techniques and talking with my um, my team members to collaborate and discuss how to just bring the best mental health care to my clients and it's a really awesome job so it's exactly uh, what I wanted. Um, I'm actually um, working with the specific groups that I wanted to focus on in my practice from the jump. So um, wherever I go in the rest of my career, I just know it's um, like where I'm at now is preparing me for wherever life leads me in that way. And that's um, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? I want- yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> That's that's divine timing right there. No, it really is. Especially into time with like the pandemic and stuff. I want to know kind of a little bit of how has that been for you? And like you, I know that it's an adjustment, obviously, for your clients. But has how has the adjustment been for you knowing that you're entering into this workforce in such a climate? Like, has it been okay? Has it been easier or harder than you expected? Or Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... At first, I was a little bit concerned because when I was job searching, first of all, job searching in a pandemic, mm, like yeah. girl, we don't extreme know. sport. <laughs> we know <laughs> an extreme sport indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so it definitely took a lot of focus, and I was very intentional with 
my job search on Indeed. I was very specific. I had all the filters. I'm like, I don't want this. I knew exactly what I wanted. And I honestly was not expecting to get it because the jobs that I saw that were available to me, like, were not it. Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, like, I know this is, you know, important work, but I wasn't interested, especially during the peak of the pandemic, I'm not interested in working in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the jobs that I was seeing um, were jobs that um, I wasn't necessarily interested in working. So I told myself, I'm like, I want to be working at home. I want to be working with this so-and-so population. I want to be um, able to be flexible and I want to feel like I'm at ease and literally applied, got it. And um, it it took me a lot less time than I actually expected. I know they usually say it takes like six months to mm-hmm. find a job. You like, really? Okay. You need to give the people the tricks to the ND because, honey, Please. I was on right. that bitch. <laughs> I was on ND. <laughs> I mean, scouring. Scouring. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I need to start adding more filters to what I want to do. Some more words. <laughs> but I felt like, you know, ooh, the less filters, the more broad uh, options I might have for jobs. And then I would apply and then they would say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be cricket. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't know if this going to work for me. I mean, yeah, it, it does take... I guess it just depends on what field you're in, but especially to like land a job like that, something that you really wanted and mm-hmm. something that you had a focus in and you just were very intentional with your search, which is very inspiring. And mm-hmm. you made it so that it's like, listen, I know what I want. So let me just knock all these other half ass ones out the way right. and let me get straight to the meat of what I want to do and the work I want to do. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. That really is mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. So, Mira, for folks who may be unfamiliar with the concept of alternative spirituality, can you, like, explain to us what it means and how did you connect with it? Yeah, so alternative, I guess, when you think of the word alternative, it's something that is different from the norm. And I guess specifically when it comes to um, being in uh, the United States of America, um, in general, there are specific um, religions that people are used to hearing about, like um, Christianity, um, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And specifically, um, when it comes to like the Black community, um, it's you know Christianity specifically is. Yeah. Uh, kind of just like the default, like you're, you're born, born to a black family, you Christian now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I get, that's no. how it goes. That's yeah, how it goes. That's how it is. <laughs> so it's just kind of um, something that um, is cultural as well. But um, alternative spirituality, um, I would say, is not only um, relying heavily or specifically on a certain um, religion, but also looking at other sources of connecting with either, you know, God or spirit, whatever Mm -hmm. um, terminology. I like, I just use whatever word comes to my head. I don't um, specifically just use God, people, Mm -hmm. um, divine, the divine or um, just um, 
I'm trying to think of like another word. Like a but, higher um, power. Mm-hmm. Yes, higher power, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so just figuring out how can um, one figure out what is their own personal relationship with God rather than um, going um, to God through a specific um, religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I was going to even bring up I mean, how many of us at this table have been in a situation where obviously what Amira just said, even when it's like you're born into a black family, you're Christian, <laughs> bam, that's what you want. <laughs> but like there's I don't think there's any um, there's no talk on like these are the different religions. Here's what you can subscribe to. No, like, it's no. your Christian. There's no, it. Yeah, Don't there's, no, there's no exploration on like you yeah. having the autonomy to pick what you most resonate with. Mm-hmm. Have we here at the table experienced that? Even? <laughs> no. <in> my black <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, like that's just super important. And yeah, I mean, you know, we can only talk from black experience because we are black. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, I feel like, not to say like, Oh, that really cheats us in some way. But that would be cool if it was just more accepted to have a conversation about other things that are out there. Like, well, you know, I'm Christian and this is what I do or whatever. But I don't want you to think that this is the only way, you know, Mm -hmm. there can be other, you know, other ways that you get, you know, your spirituality and, you know, connection with God and religion and all that. That would be really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. But, you know, we I think we got to break the whole, don't be playing with Jesus in my house. Right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, we mm-hmm. definitely need to break that. I feel like it'll be cool because mm-hmm. I feel like people often think of kids as like, okay, perfect. Like, kids are sponges. Like, they, mm-hmm. they, really, yeah, they will do. really soak up whatever mm-hmm. it is that you give them. And they feel like, if I, if I feed them this Christianity, then they're obviously going to, like... Eat it up. Subscribe mm-hmm. to it, right? But then that's not the case for some people. Some people do get fed Christianity as a child and like they subscribe to it and they eat it up and then they get older and start to make their own decisions and mm-hmm. like go through life and go through changes and maybe have um, this inner battle with like sexuality and not knowing oh like but now am I, I going know, to hell? Right. Like, yeah. and then, and then it, <laughs> Literally. And then that in turn causes like traumas Yeah, mm-hmm. and it sticks with you for life. Mm-hmm. That's wild, and people can be so, so old school. Like when it comes to Christianity, like like older black folk, mm-hmm. they be like, "Yeah, you're not playing with my Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're gonna go to church on Sunday, and we all we all get up, mm-hmm. and sometimes you eat at the church after church because the church got a kitchen, <laughs> and and I've been through that. Like it'll be like. Okay, yeah, you you in the choir, you doing this, like, just very involved with the church. Mm-hmm. They're just very serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so interesting to see, like, my friends and things. It's like, oh, you know, not that I grew up with all y'all, clearly, but, yeah. you know, more than likely, we kind of all, when it comes to, like, religion, it's like, oh, okay, more than likely, we kind of all grew up in the house where, like, okay, Christianity yeah. like you know at some point it, whether it was like super heavy or just like oh only on Easter you know what I'm saying like right. <laughs> it's just so cool to see like where I feel like we're all kind of finding our own ways to define like our spirituality and that's just yeah. really cool yeah it's like a great awakening I know it's like a great awakening <laughs> um, yes anybody else 
I kind of wanted to ask yeah. a bit about, um, I know that you did just say that about the Christianity born in the black home and whatnot, but I kind of wanted to know a little bit about your journey and your background with that. Like, were you in a home where you were able to like explore and well, you being a mirror, obviously, I'm in a room of people too. So I'm like, ah, I don't want people to think I'm talking about that. But, um, a mirror were you in an environment where you were allowed to like explore maybe different ways of religion or spirituality and like kind of able to sow your own oats and find out what you were into. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I would say that I grew up in like a semi, um, not semi-Christian. I don't know what the word <laughs> it was. It's just like, it's like definitely like Christian, like um, values, but not like mm-hmm. I had to, um, like you were in church every Bible. Sunday, church every right, Sunday, like, Bible, church, Bible study every like, Wednesday. Man, communion. not all of that. <laughs> so I went to uh, most of my um, introduction to Christianity was through school. So even though like we didn't talk about mm-hmm. um, like Christianity or like even God a lot, honestly, at home, mm-hmm. but my parents sent me to Christian schools all throughout my life. Like I've had <laughs> like kindergarten, middle school, high school, even LMU. Like, <laughs> right. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was my choice. But um, I, spent a lot of time at um, Christian uh, school. So even though um, it wasn't um, explicitly um, stated in my household that I wasn't able or um, allowed to explore any other types of spirituality, I wasn't encouraged either. Like it was a lot of Mm -hmm. subliminal messaging about um, like I wasn't, for example, um, I think I got caught watching Harry Potter once and they were like, turn that off. Like you got some watching some witchcraft stuff. Oh, like, oh we're not goodness. watching Harry Potter in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, stuff like that kind of put things in my mind about like what was okay and what wasn't, yeah. um, seen as okay. Um, but it, I think growing up, um, and as I got older, I think I was able to feel more comfortable exploring things. Um, for myself, just because it wasn't as um, like drilled in my head about like this is like the only way um, mm-hmm. of of um, having a spirituality. So I resonate with that. Right. I didn't. Right. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't grow up in a household where I went to church every Sunday and I didn't go to Bible study. I went when I went with my grandma, mm-hmm. but like. I was, when I'm when I'm at grandma, I know I'm going to church. And I'm, my uh-huh. parents, Old folk. I'm not going to church. <laughs> like I didn't have I didn't grow up reading the Bible on mm-hmm. a daily or every night. And I didn't grow up having to recite verses. I also didn't I went to like a Christian school for a couple years of my life and then I went straight to like public school system. Mm-hmm. Um public and charter. So then from there it was kinda like, ah, okay, like I kinda lost uh, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. ingrained in my head like that. Mm-hmm. Um and then I went to college and I went to LMU and I, that's where I took my first ever theology course. And I was so confused mm-hmm. <laughs> because I had never, and it's so funny. It's, it's crazy now that I think about this, but I had never, and this is wild. I'm having a realization as we're on the, mic, on the microphone right now. I have never, I had never heard white people speak about God. 
Never. Mm-hmm. Like any time I went to church with my grandma, I was hearing the black. preacher, yeah, the, the black yeah. preacher, preacher. So that the first time yeah. I actually heard white people actively com- conversing about religion and God was whenever I was in college, and it was weird. No, to I would have felt like get out. No, honestly, because <laughs> like, no. what are you going to tell me? <laughs> That my grandma can't. Right. It was wild. It was like a, whoa, this is, mm-hmm. this is different. That's crazy. It was almost like for, um, for, for black people, it was kind of like God is, is the spirit. God is like the soul. God is the human. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I went to, um, went to study it, it was like, God is the curriculum. This is what we do. <laughs> right. And I was like, you gotta get this great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thessalonians 413 right now. Right. You know it? F. Right. <laughs> I was like, when did God become a curriculum? I thought this was something that everybody did on their own time. Like, oh, this is right. different. People study this shit. Yep. Um, that was me. Yes. Yeah. So I totally theology. resonate. I resonate with that, Amira. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well, I also actually, that the way that like you grow up in religion it really fucks flows into like life and it fucks with you because i didn't like i didn't really realize how much of like an effect i guess like um the way that i viewed like spirituality or, or you know like my religion being like okay i'm Christian and then more specifically i'm baptist so you know we'd be screaming and shouting in church yeah and then <laughs> It's like, okay, then I went to, um, well, all throughout, like, growing up, I went to Christian schools or, you know, things like that until I got to high school and middle school. But um, when I went to college, I remember I was taking, um, it was like a, some sort of, like, theory class or whatever. And they had put, like, a bunch of, um, like, opposing topics on, like, little pieces of paper and you had to pick out of the hat and just write like a 10 page paper on it. What? Right. And so I look like you could see all the topics that were on the board. And I was like, oh, I really hope I don't get the whole creationism versus um, the other thing. What's the other thing? <laughs> evolution. <laughs> evolution. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that was not evolution. clicking. Yes. Like creationism versus evolution. And the whole time I'm sitting there writing the paper, I couldn't even formulate why I felt that evolution was wrong. Was wrong. I'm just like, it's what I was told. I'm not going. I think one of the sentences that I remember putting in that paper was, "I'm not going to let someone tell me that I evolved (laughs) from this monkey or something like that." You know, like I'm not going to let someone tell me that because my God says. That, that paper was a damn mess I know it was but <laughs> the fact that like I couldn't even compute why there would be any other side to an argument like that that really blew my mind no, so that's you know, deep that's deep right it's scary mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in I've been in Christian school literally all my life until high school like I think even preschool, like I was, because I went to a Christian, like my entire fucking life, like Mm -hmm. that is wild to me. And we were up in that thing like soldiers, and they're like responsible, uh, uh, and you gotta know the scripture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you better fucking know the scripture. It was very, it was a pretty abusive school. I'm not even gonna fucking lie. Like they would give swats and shit like that. Oh Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, 
Oh, yeah. But yeah, I went to Christian school all my life and it's just so crazy how much it messes with you. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize it until you're completely out of it. And you're just like, yeah, it's very fear based. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. (laughs) It's scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's kind of where, I mean, even though as a kid, I wasn't exploring any of my thoughts, like in, in depth, I was just going along with whatever was being said to me from school or church whenever I did go to church. But I can clearly, very, very, very clearly recall me consistently having the thought all throughout my life, even as a kid, like really young, just like, I don't understand why it Mm -hmm. (laughs) always seemed like everyone was so happy and, you know, cheerful and church and praising Mm -hmm. God and just so enthused. But whenever we would sit down and learn about God in like Bible study or Sunday school, God always seemed so rude and mean. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What's the truth? I was like, so... God sound hella scary, hella right. not loving and accepting, but then everyone seems so like happy to have such a yeah, so happy about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was always my mind could never wrap itself around like like I don't I didn't really understand like what the God that I was being taught, you know, um mm-hmm. about like what could this God do for me? I just couldn't figure it out because I was like, all I can see is that it's going to tell me to wear a skirt that um, doesn't cross my that um, mm-hmm. oh, yep. right above my knee. You're, yep. can't be like, put your hand to the side if it's right above your the tips too nope. short. Yes. Too short. <laughs> Literally, it would it seemed very um, restrictive to me, and mm-hmm. I. Definitely, I really wanted to have a relationship with God, and I, I um, really was trying to, I'm like, okay, I need to read the Bible, and I would do things, not even things that my family would tell me to do. I would try to do these things on my own just so I could better understand, but it just never 100% clicked, just the way that it was being presented to me um, in those school uh, environments or church environments that I went to. It just never 100% clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's important in presentation. Like how it's mm-hmm. literally yeah. presented to you is going to be the determining factor on how you receive it. Yeah. And what you do with it. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's why I want to ask next, since we're talking about, you know, actually having something to like present to people. Um, so we know that you you do tarot. Um mm-hmm. and, you know, like I guess like we've been talking about this whole time, everything is a journey you know how we arrive at certain points so i guess um could you just give us like a little insight on your journey which got you into tarot because you know i'm sure it's not just like oh you know i started reading books on you know spirituality trying to get more um Mm -hmm. you know in tune with that and then you just go out and buy a deck of tarot cards you know i'm sure it doesn't just happen like that and you just start (laughs) reading like no (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, like just kind of give us a journey on, you know, how you got started and I guess where you are now with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tarot so funny. uh, um, As I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how did I get started with tarot? Mm -hmm. And I think I once I was on my own journey of trying to figure out what 
was of interest to me and what like resonated with me. Of course, I think most people kind of get started with like like spirituality, like a like a um, I don't even know what the word is. Like it's, it's such a little blanket with, word. Yeah, like get started. <laughs> like how I got started, not in right. a way, mm-hmm. but with but just in in a general way, I got started with like astrology. I feel like that's what was interesting to me at mm-hmm. one point in time, and um, I was like, mm, astrology's interesting, but it wasn't really like my thing, um, mm-hmm. like one hundred percent. And then I do not remember the first person who I saw online. I mean, most of the things that I learn about are just things that I see online. But I think that somewhere I probably saw someone. Um, pull some cards out and just talk about them or whatever. And I, something about it um, was interesting to me. And I would watch people do like YouTube videos about tarot and just, I would just do research. Whenever something catches my mind, my eye, I just go deep and I just research mm-hmm. all about it. And then eventually I was like, where is the nearest spirituality store or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I can start it. Yes, and so even though I you said that it's not oh, it's all good, girl. Even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though um, it wasn't just as simple as going to a store right away, it kind of was. Like I, I um, found a store um, near my home. Asked the people, like, what do people usually buy? There are only a few options, but mm-hmm. um, they told me about the the standard. Um, tarot deck that people usually begin with, which is the Rider Weight um, deck, which is the one if you ever see tarot in a movie mm-hmm. or um, see any traditional symbolism, that's uh, probably what you'll see is a Rider Weight deck. And then I just bought it and I think about myself like a little ebook online to try to introduce yes, you like the meanings of the cards and that was about four years ago oh wow oh, i didn't even happened. know that damn yeah i wasn't that's right she did it for herself not for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was like the end of 2017 yeah that was when i got my first deck yeah it's been a while now um but i definitely still in the process of um, continuously learning because there are uh, 78 cards and each card has a very complex meaning Mm -hmm. um, that I have not gotten the chance to memorizing each one 100%. But um, at this point I have, I'm very familiar with them and I enjoy using them um, in my own journey a lot. Yeah. I love that. Me right. too. I'm loving this interview. <laughs> oh, no, because it's like you're, you just get, I mean, I feel like we're all kind of soaking up something and like we've all engaged in a great conversation and learning about tarot and just kind of even like how you guys started like four years ago. It's been a minute. You know, right. you, you out here, you know, you're a local, you low key, a little professional, you know. <laughs> no. You a tarot professional in a second, you know, about to have people come up. I'm going to come up to your house and do some readings. <laughs> get me together. No. I would love no. I, I would love that. I oh. um, no. I mean, I was like, do they want me to pull a few cards? Oh, baby, we got it in I the schedule, like, right? Don't even trip. We got it in the schedule. Oh. Yep. Okay. So go get them. Okay. You gonna pull up some cards in a minute? Know that. Get ready because <laughs> I'm ready. Cards, 
I like I like they on the cards they, they they be reading my life and I be like right Ooh. I be like do it. <laughs> no, have y'all gotten tarot readings before? I've no. never gotten one. No, I have gotten okay. one before. You did? I've gotten like a love one before. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I've I've never gotten one before. So this is my first time. Right. Me too. Oh, yeah. so. fun. I yeah. like getting snatched up. <laughs> right. Snatch me right on. No, up. they snatch you. Do the cards really be snatching you? Yes. Oh my god. They'll snatch you right on up. I don't know if I'm yeah. ready to be snatched. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Oh. You never know. Sometimes they might be like, "Hey, you're doing good." Oh, Sometimes yeah. they might be like, "Um, do better, oh. do better," mm-hmm. <laughs> or cut this person right. off now. You know, mm-hmm. right. you never know what they're gonna say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am too. <laughs> I know that you said that. Um, I remember we were prepping for this interview, and I remember you mm-hmm. said um, that. Tarot is like art. Each card has a meaning and you can use them to guide you. And for me, that was the first time that I've ever heard tarot be explained in that way. Um, So I kind of wanted to know, because whenever I hear it, I often think of, oh, stigma, oh, taboo, oh, what what is tarot, especially surrounding the Mm -hmm. black community? Like witch. Right, like communities of color. Right. I wanted to discuss (laughs) discuss a bit about the taboo and like, what is that all about? Like, why is there so much stigma and taboo around tarot? And is it because of like how we've kind of all been spoon fed, like Christianity being in black communities and like it being not not necessarily, I don't want to say against it because to be honest, I don't know tarot to be against it. So I kind of mm-hmm. want to get your perspective on what do you think the stigma and taboo is up with that? Oh, we're getting into spicy. it. Okay. We're getting spicy. Yes. So, so yeah, starting back with, um, what you said that I said. I was like, ooh, I said that? (laughs) (laughs) You said it. You You said it. Quote. Yeah. So, Carol, I I agree with what I said. (laughs) I agree that it's like art because I said it. (laughs) I I agree. So, um, yeah. So, Carol, that is one thing that um, initially drew me to Carol was when I um, was initially looking through the cards. It's like you can each card is like a snapshot. Um, it looks like it, and if you're listening to this podcast, I recommend you look up um, some tarot cards so you can follow along and understand what I'm saying. Um, but each card has symbolism. It's usually a person um, in a certain environment doing something, um, holding something. Um, gardening, um, falling off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like a whole thing. There's a, <laughs> I know that sounds like, ooh. But yeah. the actual card. <laughs> <Are these> keys? <laughs> but okay. an actual, it's, I, I encourage, what I'm talking about is the fool is actually the first card. Um, and it's like a person, um, holding, I think it's like a flower or, I think is they're basically just walking like do 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 do, and they're smiling and there's like there's a dog like their companion on the um, fool's journey is what it's called, mm. and um, the person is eyes closed and is walking happily, but in the picture like there's a cliff right in front of them, um, and they don't really they're not really aware you don't actually see them falling, but um, mm-hmm. the, the traditional imagery, but 
it's really beautiful because even just seeing that, I'm like, wow, like each picture really can be, um, can give you this wisdom. And um, like when I see that or when I think of it, I just think about um, like how life is um, unpredictable. You can't always see what's in front of you. And Mm -hmm. we're all like on our own journey through life and just trying to do the best that we can have the best outlook that we can and do the best that we can for ourselves and within our own capacity to do so regardless of what's up ahead because we can't know that for sure so mm-hmm. each card has a beautiful um, meaning that can be applied to everyone's circumstance but specifically why it's how it's interesting because for me Carol never had um I don't know, like, even though I know, like, in my mind that it's stigmatized, like, I just, whatever draws my attention, I go for it. Like, I'm not really, um, like, I know that if my intentions are pure mm-hmm. and I'm doing this for my own personal growth and discovery and connection with my um, relationship with God, like, I know where I'm coming from. So I don't know what everyone else is using them for, but I know what I'm using <laughs> them for. Right. So I just like to focus on that for myself. Um, so I felt comfortable for the most part, um, a little bit um, uncertain about it just because it was unfamiliar to me at first. So um, at this point, um, I just see them for the beauty that they um, are and that they can bring to people's lives. But in the process of looking up a little thing, um, a few things on Google about um, the history of tarot and um, other divination um, practices. Um, actually, actually wrote down the definition of divination because this is kind of like a, a key um, word that kind of connects um, um, basically practices that are similar to tarot mm-hmm. uh, in relationship to Christianity. Um, because I think there's actually, um, like I saw online, there's like actually some verses in the Bible that actually use the word divination in a, um, way that specifically is saying something like don't do it or like the only way that the only, um, way to connect to God or the proper way to connect to God is like directly to God or like through God, or I guess Mm -hmm. like probably they meant the, the Bible, um, so that actually is in the Bible. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I can't, I don't know the full context, but mm-hmm. um, I think there's something about like, like using other tools um, mm-hmm. other than like the Bible or a pastor or whatever to connect with God for whatever reason. Um, it has been seen as something that's like, um, like it, it can be, I don't know, I guess the perception is that it's used for um, quote unquote evil rather than yeah. Yeah. That's, I think so, that's how I see it too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why? Like you're trying to speak to spirits and, you know, mm-hmm. cards and stuff. You should just be taking it with Jesus. Just talk straight to Jesus. Get on your knees and, <laughs> and pray. Use Jesus to right. use the Bible. We need to use one of those two. Those are the only tools to yeah. your actual right. disposal. Mm-hmm. You better not use nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the moment you use something else, like, oh, you're saying, because, um, right, you have to, like, connect with your cards in a way. 
when you do like your terry, you, know, you can't just like whip them out, right? And just get to pulling. I would assume, right? You need to actually have a connection with your cards and like all that. And I think, yeah, people view a connection that's not with God. Like, oh, that's demonic. Oh, that's witchcraft yeah. mm-hmm. or all oh, that. And yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still talking mm-hmm. to, to them. It's just different way, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Not how people see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how you, um, I remember even us like, you're talking about how tarot is your way that you connect through God. And I'm going to bring this up again. You also, in prep for this interview, I remember um, you speaking a little bit about, and it and it really, I want to tell you that like, I, I didn't tell you over the phone, but it really did speak to me. Whenever you um, made a point on the fact that, I don't, I don't want to say it because I feel like you said it better than I could try to reiterate it, but it was mm-hmm. along the lines of you saying, how you were you were going through a time where you kind of confused because you kept on hearing people saying oh god spoke to me oh god said this and you were like oh people are hearing god like i've never i've never heard god before like how does he speak like and then you kind of didn't know how you're trying to figure out how to get god to speak to you because it didn't make sense to you at first and then you realize oh like your cards and like through different other mediums are a way of you mm-hmm. connecting with God. It's not, it doesn't have to always be a voice in someone's head. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I heard right. God say this to me in, in a dream or I heard him say this in my head. It's like, you can use other tools at your disposal. And that spoke to me. Cause I was like, wow, I can't tell you that I've ever heard the voice of God speak to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people really do hear him. I know I haven't, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but I feel like I've heard, I, I, I've recognized different signs that God has given me through dreams or like through, yeah. through, through mm-hmm. things that happen in my life. And I'm like, I take that and I let that guide me because I was like, I've never heard God speak to me. And for a while I kind of felt like, dang, like, am I not worthy? And it sucks because to, to think about mm-hmm. like, I'm hearing people speak and say like, oh, I heard God say this. He came to me in my head. Like he came to me and he, and I can physically hear him say this. And I'm like, I've never experienced it. Like, I want to know how that feels. How come God doesn't talk to me like that? Mm-hmm. I need, I, there must be something wrong with me. I must not be doing good. Mm-hmm. I, like, I always felt like something was wrong with me because of it. And then I realized like, it took me a long time to realize, because that's why I feel like I kind of lost a bit of a connection for, for a moment. And now I feel like I have a very strong connection with God mm-hmm. um, um, in spirituality and like how I, how I communicate with God, my God. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's 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 telling it's different because for a, for a while for a minute i really did feel like there was something wrong with me like mm-hmm. dang i must need to go to church more since i don't go to church every sunday i'm never gonna hear god like i'm not gonna get into right. heaven yeah. like i don't meet the criteria he doesn't even speak to me like i felt so unworthy and um it just made so much like sense whenever you said you know god speaks through these different signs it doesn't have to just be what people tell you stories about or what your grandparents mm-hmm. or your parents tell you about how bushes God... don't always gotta burn right mm-hmm. so it was just that was very i wanted to just let you know i appreciate that conversation that um, we had about that too yeah thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. yeah and you i know you said you didn't want to say it but you said it perfectly and that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking um when I said that, because I had a very similar experience to you, just hearing in general um, people saying like, oh, like, 
I did. I, I was only able to do this because God gave me the guidance or I um, got a specific message from God. And then I knew I was like, so I was like, you knew what? And how did you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, just speaking and trying to better understand what that even meant. And it was just a very elusive concept to me because there wasn't, it was like, it, <laughs> it seemed like everyone was, everyone was in like the loop except for me, but no yeah. one was really talking about it mm-hmm. like public and open like that. So I look, he was thinking like, are they, are they telling the truth? Are they just trying to make it seem like God was mm-hmm. talking <laughs> Are they and fun? Right. I'm like, are they using God as like their, as their, um, is the word wingman? I don't know. It's <laughs> God, like, my wingman. I was like, or are you just, you know, trying to say, you know, that you just, you know, were successful, you know, and have to add extra on it. Mm-hmm. But um, I was, you know, always curious about that concept. And then once I realized that there were other tools that um, can be used in order to connect with um, God and um, I came across tarot, it really um, spoke to me and um, I know I mentioned um, divination, but other things that people use, like some people um, like will like take a few like deep breaths and meditate and get to a place where they feel centered and then just start like free writing basically. Mm -hmm. Um, known as like automatic writing but basically just kind of like using this time being like intentional but okay i you know whatever god has a message for me i'm just going to start writing and then if anything comes out that's of meaning or um um of um relevance to me then um you would just know that that moment is probably um coming from that connection or um some people um like uh, it's like bibliomancy like all the mancies mm-hmm. like, <laughs> carto- like like um like carol's type of cartomancy there's bibliomancy people like flip op- open a book um and then like see this open up a book to a random like a random book to a random page and see what is there and then he's like oh mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that was the message for me something. yeah yeah and um what's another or like um, I, I think I might have made this mancy up. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I probably didn't make it up. I just don't know if it has a name. But like, sometimes when I'm um pulling a few tarot cards for myself, I'll be listening to just a random playlist. And sometimes when the reading gets real good, I I just pause and listen to like whatever the lyrics are at that time. And then I, sometimes I just start crying because mm-hmm. like exactly like what I was asking in that moment and seeking guidance on is literally what's being spoken like through like the lyrics of an artist that I just so happened to be listening to at that same exact time, like to a part, to a point where it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, it doesn't, there's no explanation. Like it's too specific. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. a song that I've listened to, mm-hmm. it's a song that I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of times before. But when I, you know, listened to it in that moment, I was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. that's, so interesting so 
Um, I like that Mancy. Yeah. Right. I like that Mancy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good Mancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's powerful. <laughs> like that is powerful. And I, I'm, I can only imagine like you being overwhelmed with this, like so much emotion yeah. and everything going on in your head mm-hmm. at the time and the connection being so strong. Like, Oh, I know that's probably like just hard to even right. <laughs> work through or like no, go through. No, it's the for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. So yeah, there's um so many um other ones. Some I um you know, obviously uh Tara was one the one that I um specifically resonate with, but um yeah, I recommend everyone go look out, see if they want to get their, their uh, crystals or the gem. Um, open, up, open up a book or whatever it is you like uh, with them um, and figuring out their own way of um, connecting yes I love that me too are y'all ready to get red oh god cool. I, I am <laughs> are you ready Amir yes I got I I have a few tarot decks. I started splurging during Christmas time. I said, you need to stop. They are cheap. <laughs> they are not cheap. So mm-hmm. I know I mentioned um, the Rider Weight deck. That is uh, probably the, one of the cheapest ones because it's like the original. Um, it's kind of like, <laughs> so silly. It's kind of <laughs> like you get the, the New King James version of the Bible, like a little. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> 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 or you go to like the Christian bookstore and get the pink one with the nice mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. Bible. Mm-hmm. And it has its own uh cover and holder. Yes. yes. <laughs> I got the tarot with the journal prompt. Oh come oh, on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best way yeah. to describe it. Right. We're like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know that Bible. <laughs> you with know the that gold, red King James Bible. With the gold on the outside, make your pages look yeah. real mm-hmm. nice. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Christian Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, who wants to get ready first? How you. should we? How should we oh, do yeah. this? Let us know what to do. Because we're, we're, oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you got two newbies in the room now. Okay, so yeah, whoever wants to go first, I would recommend that. So, um. If anyone else has not anyone else, but if anyone listening to this has been doing their Googles about uh, divination, when I mentioned it, you might see that the definition of it says something about um, seeking information about the future, and that is like a stereotype about like tarot, like it's gonna tell me the future. Like I, that's not, <laughs> it isn't. Re- that's not really. I don't know. It's like um, mm-hmm. definitely some things that you see in uh, movies, and even though it's. You know, um, some people do use it for that purpose. I think um, when I was learning, definitely um, the questions that you ask um, and the way you ask it is important. So mm. our, um, if y'all need a little moment to think, that's totally fine. But I think um, to help y'all um, um, process or just, um, just come to a place where you think that you know what you would like to ask or know, is um, something that has to do with not a, um, a yes or no question, like, is this going to happen? Or, um, you know, just questions that would um, end up in like a yes or no thing. More questions like, um, like, how can I 
better do this? Or what is it that I should know right now? Or things that are more general, not like, am I on the right path? Or like things that are like, let me know this now. Like less mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. demanding questions are more like, asking to just seek knowledge and um, guidance and understanding. And um, specifically, I like to um, pull cards when I feel like I'm feeling like I should do something, like something's coming up in my life and I'm excited about it. And I'm feeling like my own intuition, like guiding me toward that thing. But I just want some confirmation, like, okay, like I just, like, I got what do you, what do you think about what do you, right. what do you think about too? So like, you know, in a way of like, am I on the right path? Kind of like that, but just um, seeking guidance um, in a more um, general way. So uh, hopefully that was helpful. Oh, that was helpful. Can, I'm thinking know. of my question. I think I have a question. Okay, go. And I think I've <laughs> kind of been sitting on it for a minute, and it's so funny that I came up right whenever you were speaking about how to ask a question. I said, "Oh, let me see how I can ask it." Um, I'm not sure. It, it's not yes or no. It's more so of an open-ended question. But uh-huh. um, for those listeners who probably like don't know, I have a background in like music, music PR, like music industry, music business, entertainment, yada yada. yada. <laughs> are, um, we, are we in the same realm of questions? I don't know, <laughs> but I know mm-hmm. that um, I recently, um, as of twenty, because it's twenty twenty one, so as of twenty. 19 like 2019 mid 2019 i kind of let go of music pr and like kind of went on to another career path Mm -hmm. um just because it was starting to drain me physically like whenever it came to um i had an internship on top of internships like trying to freelance and do my own writing on top of that like having to deal with artist management and having to deal with other people in the industry and people are not nice they're rude they're mean <laughs> um and the, if you're in the music industry you don't get talked to nicely they no. will curse you out they will there's anything that can happen but it was really making me lose my love for like music because of all the politics that went around it Mm -hmm. and i've recently kind of in my head gotten this bug of wanting to jump back in but then i don't know if it's gonna be like my demise or if it's gonna be like rewarding and i've just been like you know i've been holding off on jumping back in if i should or if i shouldn't and i kind of just needed some guidance on the path I should take whenever it comes Mm. to do I further pursue this um, career that I once had a love for, but then kind of had a little bit of a, uh, I want to say like a a scuffle with like whenever I was (laughs) in it, because I was dealing with so many different moving parts around me and a lot of it wasn't in my control. um, Especially being with like an agency and whatnot. And like you are given what you're given and you have to work with what you're working with without necessarily having an, a sense of autonomy and you're looked at as like, since you're an intern, you're the bottom of the barrel. So they're making you do mm-hmm. all this like brunt work and mm-hmm. you do a lot of work and for n- little to no recognition or you may come up with an idea and someone take it and then, oh, it's such a great thing. And now it's like, oh, that was mine. But okay, cool. Like there was just a lot of shadiness going on that I wasn't into. And I I wanted to get a little bit of guidance. I don't know if that was clear or not, but... Yeah, I answered. I put myself on mute so I can shuffle while you were 
um, while you were talking, but Loki, people who like ASMR like my, might like the the noise of <laughs> the shuffling. Of the shuffling. I love the shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you were clear. Um, I think after listening to you speak, I think I, I think it's, it's easy for me to uh, pull three cards. Um, one card is challenging because it's not a lot of. Um, I mean, it's a lot you can get from one, but it's nice to get some other cards to support as well. But anyway, um, yeah, I'll pull one card for like, um, like one card for um, like what would happen if not what would happen, um, but like like what might. Um, you be experiencing or feeling if you continue on this um, specific career path. Um, other cards for um, like the PR music uh, career path, and then one that's kind of like a, a clarifying card, kind of like um, like a pro for one, a pro for the other one, and then like what's like maybe like the best path to take. So okay. let's see. Mm-hmm. How exciting! I know my first reading. Oh. Usually, mm-hmm. the stuff doesn't pop out, but I can take a while. But let's see. There they go. Oops! There they go. There they go. Hey! <laughs> okay. Oh! 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 Okay. <laughs> so you pulled, or I pulled for you. Um. There's three cards, the Ace of Swords. Um, then there's the Five of Pentacles. And then there's the Nine of Swords. So um, let's see. So for the Ace, I I have um, a guidebook that I like to use um, from one of the decks that I bought. Um, it's called the Small Spells um, deck. And um, same name for the guidebook. So um, very short but clear um, definitions, and I think it would be helpful to um, read a few of these just so you all can understand what these mean. So Ace of Swords um, can represent a new clarity, opening up to a new way of thinking, figuring out a solution to a problem, using your brain, being smart about a situation, being careful with words and calculations, um, Basically, it's like a um, realizing some missing information, a key to making something work. So when I think of the Ace of Swords, I just think of like um, like the first thing that this book said is like a, a new clarity. Um, oh, and by the way, I should probably say the person who wrote the name of this book, um, Rachel um, Howe, H-O-W-E. And just coming to a place of being clear in your mind swords are specifically about um like your mental space um each um there's so much there's so much to get into but basically specifically um swords have to do with the mental space and you actually pulled two cards um that have to do with swords um so ace of swords is kind of like a new um thought or a new beginning um, somewhere. So maybe when it comes um, to, I mean, I know you just started a new um, job, so you're probably just like <laughs> figuring out 
in your brain, like, how am I actually feeling about this um, new job, new career path in relationship to where you were pursuing before? And um, just trying to get clear in your own mind about, like, your goals and your own um, thoughts about how you, um, like, you know, does that make sense? Like, just, No, yeah, it's, it's, it makes perfect it's, sense. Um, and so the other card that I'll, um, pulled to represent, um, your previous career path is the nine of, um, swords. I probably should describe what these look like, but basically the ace of swords is just a hand holding a sword. The, um, nine of swords, this imagery in the set that I'm using is a person like kneeling on their knees with their hands like it looks like they're um either like in some sort of like distraught or in pain or they don't they don't mm. look very happy um that's a nine of swords um let's see yeah so the nine of swords represents anxiety regret being chained to the past by your thought patterns mm. um and need to release old habits and thoughts in order to be lighter and freer. Um, stagnation um, turns into despair um, and a need to face your fears in order to become untroubled and unburdened. Uh, is that how you were feeling in your own? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, oh my gosh, my eyes are so wide right now. <laughs> it's just, oh. Yes, yes, you're hitting things. Just keep going. <laughs> yes. So, um, the clarifying card, or the card that's kind of like, like, um, it's kind of like the what now card, is what I, I call mm-hmm. it. Like, no, these two things, like, what now? So, that card is the five of pentacles. And pentacles um, is basically an old English way of saying money. Oh. So, Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the suit of just money, but basically it's like represents, um, like physical, um, matter, like, um, earth, plants, our homes, um, mm. our families, like, um, food, our bodies, our health, just kind of very everyday solid things and also career and, um, our finances. So the five of pentacles okay five of pentacles um represents huh this is interesting um seeing an inside slash outside wait hold on hold up hold up hold up hold up i'm trying to think where should i begin with you yeah not feeling at home in the world wanting external growth but actually needing internal growth mm. Are only surviving and not thriving. Looking at, for what really sustains you, um, and ugh, I'm not using this deck. Um, I'm, I'm pulling from a different deck that I'm using the guidebook for. I don't know if that makes sense, but the mm-hmm. guidebook also has um, pictures of um, the tarot cards as well, and it's got a little. Um, it's a little uh, mouth, and y'all were talking about rats last week. So, <laughs> it's a little mouth nibbling on some cheese. Oh, um, no. 
That's so funny. That's hilarious. But, but there's but there's like five diamonds like above them, so it's kind of like 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 it's interesting symbolism. It's like you, are you surviving or are you thriving? It's like you nibbling. You might be feeling like you. Um, nibbling on some cheese in some situations, but she, what she really needed to be doing is looking at the diamonds like above you and understanding like what actually makes you feel fulfilled and um, and um, sustains your happiness and your um, um, your livelihood. Just what you want to do. Um, that's all I've got for you. No, thank you for that. <laughs> I felt like I just like have this all, I have a lot of things going on in my head right now, mm-hmm. just from all the cards that you pulled. I'm not even going to debrief on it, but I just, yes, I'm receiving mm-hmm. and my mind is in motion with everything that you just told me because it really realized like, am I just, mm-hmm. am I, am I just surviving or am I thriving? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yes, these these are these get deep. Okay, I've gotten deep, uh-huh. and now anyone else who you're in it, <laughs> I'm in it now, and now I'm like, uh-huh. oh no, no more. But I'm like, no, this is not just about me. You in the hood now, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, thank you so much for reading to me. Um, beautiful, Frenchie or Nika? Anybody want to get read next? Um, get your spirit ready. Get your spirit ready. Right. I'm ready. I want to get read. Read me. Read her. Read her. <laughs> um, yes. Well, I, my question would be, um, I feel that like throughout life, I guess, like my adult life, mm-hmm. I've always been trying to like really become my own like independent person and, you know, like have you know, just like be independent, have my own space, be able to pay all my bills and, you know, just be really comfortable with just myself and be able to take care of myself. But like along the way, like I've never really gotten to a place of feeling like I'm really going to come close to that. Like I really (laughs) want it, but it's like, I just, I always feel like there's just something stopping me. Like, you know, like, um, like Wes, you know, I want to be, or I want it. I still want, I think, um, to be like, you know, in the music industry doing like PR or maybe like management or something like that for, you know, music artists and things like that. But, um, you know, like I've applied to many, 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 many jobs, but I haven't gotten like, you know, interviews or like any offers. And then like I went back to school to try to, you know, go and get a second degree to try to like, you know, give myself more of um, a boost when it comes to like job interviews and things like that but like it hasn't really worked out and it was like my goal for this year was like oh I really want to move out you know get my own spot and all that but it's like still you know I haven't gotten to the the place of being like financially good enough to like be my own independent person so I guess like my question is what I guess like what should my next steps be or like what path um, mm-hmm. that I should be taking to try to like get to what I see. Right. So it's funny while you were talking to myself on me, just a shuffle. Um, when I pull cards myself, I just, just exactly how you, um, how you both were just describing kind of like where you're, y'all are at and, um, um, just trying to figure out where you would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just like to shuffle while I'm just speaking those thoughts out loud. I'm like, so this is what I'm going through. And I just talk through it. Sometimes when I'm not even finished talking, some cards will fly out. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess I'll just stop talking. God, God it's already there. So um, um, even before you got to the um, end there, there um, were three cards that dropped out. <laughs> so the first one is the two of wands. And the two of wands is a card that um, it's definitely kind of similar to what you were saying. Like it's open, there's many possibilities and an open space ahead for the um, life that you are making for yourself. And you sound like you know what your goal is and what you um, have been trying to achieve this entire time. But um, like, do you feel like sometimes there's like, difficulty pinning down like what you like Mm. really want yeah Mm -hmm. because that literally in the book it says um uncertainty feeling overwhelmed having many options Mm -hmm. um um throwing the dice and allowing um a conversation and an interaction between you and the world around that's just in relation to this um imagery that's above but seeing how um what feels like too many options can be narrowed down once you factor in external circumstances and pinning down what's really possible so it's kind of like there's a lot that you know you can achieve and what and a lot of options available for you but it can get kind of like overwhelming in a way so mm-hmm. um time out to figure out like how your life is um you know, like what direction you're going in and if there's a way for you to kind of narrow down, like, and be more intentional about actually like where you're going, um, Uh might be helpful, um, when it comes to achieving your goals and you got some, I mean, all the cards are big, but there are cards called the major arcana. There's like, um, uh, there's not anything, um, that I can think of that, um, like, well-known that I can like easily describe it as, but um, basically it's kind of like major themes. And then there's a minor arcana um, that are kind of like more like specific themes. So you got justice. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So justice card is um, basically it's what you can think. Usually justice has the scale, but you know, like the, the scale, like the mm-hmm. justice scale. Mm-hmm. Usually on every tarot deck, usually, um, I'm pretty sure there are on most tarot decks, you'll see that imagery of the scales on there, um, like cause and effect, right or wrong, mm-hmm. doing the right thing, the law of karma, um, needing to right or wrong, just kind of like um, the iconic, yeah, the iconic symbols of um, the scales and needing to have balance. So I might just long as with what I was ready to saying, like not only becoming more intentional, but just figuring out like how to bring more balance along with that in mm-hmm. your life and figure like if there are some things that need to be um I wanna say corrected, but like um like things that need to be like focused on I don't know like focus on a little bit more in your life in order to like hone in certain like skills like where is your attention like 
going to when it comes to your own personal goals and making sure that you're doing what you need to do in order to make it um, like easily achievable and like right for you. Like basically like don't like, I don't know, like I'm hearing like don't play yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I and, feel that. Like right for you and like, you know, like, you know, what's right. And you know, what's, you know, wrong and, and doing what you need to do in order to prepare yourself in order to get to what's right for you and being really clear about that. Um, mm-hmm. is what I'm and then the last card is the world. So whenever I see the world card, I'm kind of, I don't know, like I'm always like, oops, like the possibilities, like literally like opening up the universe to um, whatever is um, possible for you. So this um, guidebook says, uh, freedom at one with all, inner peace. Um, all is interconnected and just everything is available to you. Say yes. So just um, just going with kind of like what your heart is telling you, like what is opening up your, like whenever you hear about a certain opportunity or when you're thinking about something um, in your life that you would like to do, like what is it that you're, it gets your heart beating a little fast, like, oh, that makes me nervous, but I really want to do mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. go for that because that's what's going to open up the world of possibilities for you and um, open up your heart to feel free and feel open um, to receive all the um, gifts that um, life has for you. So that's it for you, Frenchie. Thank you. I Aww. like that one. I like that. I like that. You know, the world is my oyster. I'm going to eat you up. I'm going to eat you up. Jesus is a biscuit. Oh, let him stop you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn. It's your turn, Mika. Uh, okay. Um, I guess I want to know how I can be a better person to myself because I feel like uh, I'm not nice to myself the way like I I can help other people just fine and I love helping other people but when it comes to me like it's just not good <laughs> yeah I mean that's now my therapist coming on I'm like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm yeah I hear you think I mean that's really um vulnerable to um share not only to admit that to yourself it's not easy to admit it to yourself but also um for all of us um that we know it's um not always easy to um communicate the nicest to ourselves and yeah. um, let's see how you could do that and uh um yeah how can nika be more okay one card Sometimes when I um, ask questions similar to that, a car will pop out and be like, this is what you're doing. I'll be like, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) So I feel like the one that just came out kind of like um, a little bit kind of like that. Um, And I'll just say, but it's just the nine of um, of wands. And um, let's see. It's coming. 
There's another one. Five, six, seven, eight of wands. Okay. Ooh, okay. Oh, you got all wands. Oh, okay. oh, oh my goodness. Stab oh, so you got that. Yeah, so you got to not know that that often happens. Sometimes if it gets <laughs> real deep, I'll pull like all five, and I'm like, okay, it's getting scary now. Scary um, <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, where it's like, okay, it's just can't get any clearer than this. So you got the nine of wands, the eight of wands. I was about to say, this is an order that happens too. I'm like, <laughs> the eight and the. Um, uh, I'm like, ooh, Roman numerals. Okay, the four, the four of wands. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Roman numerals they will get you. They will get you. Will. Like, like, uh... I, okay, what's the I in the in the V? I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. That's, when you flip them, what is it? Let's see what we have here for you. Okay. Um. Oh. Dust yourself off and try again. It's the first thing I says in, um, in this um, guidebook. But um, replenishing energy, um, basically not allowing the past to dictate how you move forward and believing in yourself despite a setback. Um, basically, just just um, focusing on how you would like to see yourself like in the future and not focusing on maybe how you other people have made you feel about yourself and how you have that you know seeing yourself um now because of that and um just creating a new energy to move forward with um when it comes to seeing yourself and um, five, six, seven, eight of wands. I'm like, ooh, these Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> Count them down. Yeah, so this one's about um, momentum and taking action and doing things. So I think it's really saying, like, this is the time. Like, when I see when I see this part, I'm like, okay, it's the time. Like, it's not, like, it's, there's no time left to be wasted when it comes to loving yourself or taking care of yourself and speaking to yourself in a, a kinder way. And you probably know this because you asked it, but um, not only because you asked it, but you're probably, you know, feeling what it feels like to hear those things from yourself. And it probably doesn't feel um, good. And, um, you know, to yourself and in your spirit. And it's something that's going on where it's like, no, like it's not, you probably feel like, no, it's, this is not, I can't do this anymore. Like it's, this is not, um, cool and it's not something that I would like to continue moving forward with so definitely um, an opportunity to um, move forward and um, do what you can in order to um, move forward um, like I said in the previous part from the past but um, into becoming um, a better um, friend to yourself in a way and the four four of wands Dang, when am I gonna get to use Roman numbers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like I'm, stutter, I'm stuttering every okay. Last part, um, yeah, four of wands, having a good foundation, um, external structure. Basically, it's like um, the picture of it, the traditional um, 
from what I can remember, I'm not looking at the card right now, but from what I remember, the four of wands, it looks like a, a party. Like there's like um, like four wands. People are like walking through it or had just have walked through it. Like it's almost like a celebration of some sort, like, um, like um, doing something that makes you happy um, is what this says in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and just celebrating yourself. Like I, when I see like the four of wands, I think of the four of wands. I'm like, it's time to um, take a moment to celebrate you and understand how far you've come and um, thinking about how far you've come and realizing that you're still here now, understanding like there's in a way it's like, there's no reason for me to like speak to this way, speak this way about myself because I am like the fact that you're still here and able to ask this question is showing that you have amazing um, qualities that have allowed you to still be able to do this podcast every weekend and show up and, um, you know, be who you are and allowing um, yourself to see um, that growth for yourself as well and celebrating you um, is really important. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, um, yeah. How do we feel? We all just got read. I feel good. I feel like, I feel like, um, my cards basically told me something that I've kind of been knowing already. Like, girl, if you don't focus, (laughs) if you don't figure out what it is that you really want, like, you know, I feel like these are, I feel like these are things that, like, we probably have all at the table. We're like, oh, I kind of felt like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you always need that extra confirmation or just something to really push you. Like, no, mm-hmm. seriously, that thing you were thinking was right. <laughs> right. You know, do that or don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like mine kind of did the same thing, but just kind of in um, being very intentional about what it is I want to do if I want to go back into this career path and if I do want to do it I need to do it on my terms and not mm-hmm. just terms of anybody mm-hmm. else I'm kind of taking taking the wheel like, I feel like I've always kind of been in the back seat or like kind of mm-hmm. the passenger but never really taking the wheel of it and I think it's kind of like alright you need to take the wheel of your shit and you need to actually mm-hmm. move in it and move with intent and don't do anything that feels that that'll, that'll cause you pain or cause you like don't I, I have to eliminate that from my mindset because there was a lot of different Mm-hmm. traumas and like pains that came from working in the industry but like yeah. I need to be able to rise above it and know that that was then mm-hmm. this years later now I'm a whole different person mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need to be able to just take the reins of my own mm-hmm. and do it mm-hmm. yeah I'm glad y'all enjoyed it and thank you thank you thank Mira. you for reading it for us while you read <laughs> our you. asses Ooh. Yeah, thank you Hello. Like I need to breathe. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was my first time. I think. I mean, I pulled a couple cards for people, but I feel like this is like my first time really, like, really doing some reading. Come on, yes. you did I don't it. consider myself like a tarot like reader. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, like doing it like. Like everybody line up, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I always get excited when people are like, "You want to pull some, you know, cards for me?" I'm like, "Ooh," because it doesn't really happen very often. Um, 
I feel like I'm usually like that one, <laughs> like that one friend who's like, like, oh, Mira does tarot, like, but like, I don't really know that much about it. But like, and that's kind of like how I like see myself in like my friend group. So when people are like, Amira, like, want to do it? I'm like, oh, yes, I get excited. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a awesome experience for me, y'all. So thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess one last little tiny, tiny question. Um, yeah. What do you hope that, you know, the listeners from today's episode can take from this conversa- conversation and um, also just tell them a little bit about like where they can find you and contact you if they have more questions and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just probably after listening to these readings, people will be like, wow, like there's, it's so interesting to, um, like, I, I think I um, want people to feel like, of course, inspired and like interested in um, different types of spirituality, but also I want people to not feel so scared about it too, mm-hmm. because I feel mm-hmm. like there is like a lot of fear when it comes to like exploring something new, especially something that's stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Um and coming to um, one's own understanding about anything. Um, when they, Even when it comes to um, just, uh, Christianity or exploring your own um, Christian faith, like just figuring out like what works for you and what doesn't. Like it doesn't have to necessarily look like, like tarot or doing anything um, outside of um, like Christianity or other religions. It might, but just to figure out like what is, working for me and what isn't and not being afraid to explore those things because it can lead you in um, really amazing and um, beautiful spaces and um, where people can find me. I don't know. Like I'm like so low. Find me. I'm like a pretty like <laughs> low key person on, on the internet, but it's, y'all want to follow me on Instagram, maybe I'll make it unprivate for some people can find me, but um, it's Mira in Bloom, um, M-I-R-A um, dot or period of I-N-D-L-O-O-M. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. Period. 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 I know. I was like, not dot. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, wow. This has been an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And our first interview of season three. Thank you so Woo! much, Amira. Thank y'all so much. I'm honored. I'm so excited. This has been an awesome experience and I really enjoyed um, chatting it up with y'all. You so know. Thank you. Heroin it up. Yes. Yes. Heroin it up. Mm-hmm. Well, well shoot. Yeah. I guess, girl, I guess we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Um. You know. You know. <laughs> for the juju's, for the turn up. We know. We know. We know what the turn up is. Um. <laughs> I can't wait. It's been, I don't even want. Mm-mm. It's been too Sonic long. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, though? Like, I, I we haven't all been it. together in forever. I know. Forever. So, yeah, I can't wait to see y'all soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, thank y'all for listening. Yes. We yes. hope that y'all got so much from this conversation. You know, if you want to ask more questions, 
um, hit up Amira on Instagram, Amira period <laughs> and bloom. And, um, you know, maybe do some researching on your own too. So you can, you know, maybe start your own journey and, you know, find your own little path. Um, please, please share this episode with okay. someone. Share it. Share it, download it, like it, whatever. We hope that y'all really enjoyed this episode just as much as we did. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about um, today's episode. Let us know about, you know, maybe you got a tarot reading from someone and you want to give your experience. We would love to read it. Um, we don't have to say it on the air if you don't want us to, but, you know, <laughs> it would just be nice to see what everyone thought about today's episode and if you've experiences to you know hear experience as well and happy tbu thursday y'all thank y'all so much thank, thank y'all. you for listening we love y'all we love, we love y'all. you bye, bye.